In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. This is a meditation I'm recording on the 4th of July, the Day of Independence of the United States of America, a great holiday, a great civic holiday in our nation. And fittingly, the topic of the meditation is the virtue of patriotism. The natural or human virtue of piety as part of the virtue of justice unites us to God first and foremost. It inclines a person to render homage, reverence, and honor to God as creator. Piety then inclines us to render reverence and honor to parents and other family members. Finally, it unites us to the country we live in with deep respect for its traditions, culture, history, and customs. Here is where piety becomes patriotism. Thus, patriotism is a far part of an extension of piety, and therefore part of the virtue of justice, which in brief means giving to others what is due them. The ancient Romans greatly extolled the virtue of piety and its corresponding extension of patriotism. In fact, the very word we use in English, piety, patriotism, are in effect directly taken from the Latin language. And we use them very much in the classical sense in which the Romans use them. When does, for example, the descriptive title Virgil bestows upon Aeneas in his classical epic poem, The Aeneid? Aeneas is referred to as Pius Aeneas, pious Aeneas, because he demonstrates the highly prized Roman virtue of Pietas. After the fall of Troy, Aeneas carries his father to safety along with their household gods. In Virgil's mythology of the origins of the great city of Rome, the twins Romulus and Remus were both descendants of Aeneas through their mother Rhea, making Aeneas, in a way, the progenitor of the Roman people. Thus, the virtue of piety, as illustrated by Aeneas, is deeply embedded in the Roman culture and tradition. Notice that the Latin word for father, as well as the Greek, is pater. The Romans extended this very word to describe their city and country, patria, the fatherland, directly derived from pater, expressed to the ancient Romans what their homeland meant to them. It is the land of our fathers. In most European cultures and languages, the same holds true. The word and meaning of the Latin patria continues in many languages today. Italians, Spaniards, Portuguese use the very same Latin word patria, and the French close to that, patrie. The Russians, interestingly, use the word for mother, Matya, and refer to the country as Matya Rossiya, 
Mother Russia. But notice in any case, we see this vision of patriotism, love for one's country, as being an extension of one's pietas, love for parents, others in authority, parents, grandparents, etc., the elders, you might say, of the land, and therefore love for the land, the fatherland, the motherland. St. Josemaria, in a very concise way, gives what we could call a Catholic dimension to the human virtue of patriotism. He writes, To be Catholic means to love our country and to let nobody surpass us in that love. And at the same time, it means to hold as our own the noble aspirations of all the other lands. How many glories of France are glories of mine? And in the same way, many things that make Germans proud and Italians, British, Americans, and Asians, and Africans are also sources of pride to me. Catholic, a great heart, and open mind. We can see in this point from the way, number 525 of St. Maria, a clear distinction between patriotism and its caricature nationalism. The difference between the two is enormous. Patriotism is a virtue, both human and Christian. Nationalism is a vice, a wicked vice. Put simply, to be patriotic is never to think our country is the best in comparison to all other countries. Rather, it is to give our best to our own country. And the best we can give to our country and to its leaders is to pray for them. St. Paul, writing to spiritual son Timothy, asks for this very thing. First of all, then, I ask the supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings, and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. Every country has a national flag, a unifying symbol of the people of that country. It is displayed and greeted with honor and respect as representative of the nation as such. On military bases, it is raised at a set time every morning, accompanied by the playing of the national anthem and military salute, and retired at a set time every evening with appropriate solemnity. Such rituals as these and others surrounding the national flag are very important traditions in every country. Where do we learn the meaning and practice of piety and of patriotism? Primarily at home, in family. The example set by parents is indispensable regarding the celebration of civic holidays, the fulfillment of civic duties, such as paying just taxes, voting intelligently, prudently, maintaining the care of one's property, assisting one's neighbors, being involved on the local level in civic affairs, taking active part in the neighborhood associations or town hall meetings, and so on. Also, it is imperative as part of the virtue of patriotism to know the history of one's country. Both the bad 
and the good. Ignorance of the history of one's country can be very dangerous because such ignorance can block the proper perspective needed to acknowledge both the positive and even glorious achievements, as well as the mistakes made in the past, with a balanced desire to rectify them in the present or future, but without creating a greater injustice by trying to remedy one injustice of the past. For us Catholics, indeed for every Christian, patriotism, love for our patria, is an important part of our life here and now, both in family and in society. But we must never lose sight of the ultimate patria, heaven. Heaven is our true and lasting homeland, where God will wipe away every tear, and there will be no more mourning or weeping, and where all divisions and strife among human beings, within a nation or among nations, will give way to one great and blessed communion, the communion of saints. In a certain sense, we could say that Mary, as a mother of God, mother of the church, is the mother of our nation and of every nation. Certainly in this particular nation of the United States of America, we are truly a Marian nation, having been solemnly consecrated to Mary under the title of the Immaculate Conception by the bishops of the United States of America who gathered in plenary session in Baltimore, Maryland, 1846, not too long after the Republic of the United States of America was established on this very day, July the 4th, 1776. We are now under her care, under her patronage, under her protection. We are truly a Marian nation. And certainly our Mother Mary wants to encourage us to love our country very much, to understand everything of the past, present, and even what we can foresee in the future with a proper perspective, the perspective of divine wisdom, to make allowances for mistakes that have been committed, injustices that have occurred, we ourselves have perhaps having been part of some of those injustices or mistakes, but also seeing everything with that balance of the good as well as the bad. But beyond all that, to really love our country as God wants us to love our country, as Jesus would want us to love our country, as Mary indeed loves our country and wants us to love our nation, but always with a prayerful sense of a country in conversion, a country always in the movement of conversion from top to bottom. We finish with that invocation to Mary. See the wisdom, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.